We're going to quickly just pray. Use this opportunity to ask God to prepare our hearts. Come on, let's just ask God. Thank you, God, that your word is a seed that gets planted in our hearts. And the soil is our hearts. And you're the ultimate gardener. So will you prepare the soil of our hearts so that your word gets planted in it? Um, that we're not people who just hear your word, but we actually are doers of your word. Uh, God, we submit to you now. And you say, as we do this, we come under your authority. We, we can resist the devil. We thank you that he has to flee. Praise your protection around us and our families, lives, our children. We pray in that hedge protection, we experience your favor, your blessing, your direction, and your healing. And right now in this moment, we also want to thank you, Jesus, that you are Emmanuel, God with us. Not only just a moment in history when you came to earth, but you are willing to come into any situation in our life, any fear, any lack, any sickness. God, so we ask you to be close to us, to heal us, direct us. And for anyone without hope, we thank you, God, that you, by your grace, draw them unto yourself. You knock on the door of their hearts so they can open up that door and receive you. We pray that you do that right now in Jesus' name. And everyone believe said, Amen. Awesome, you guys take your seats. Merry Christmas. So good to have you in the house. Um, and of course, we celebrate Christmas Table View, Malkbus, and Camps Bay. And it's just good to have the church family here. We've had a great Christmas. We did our Christmas experience, Table View, Malkbus, and then, of course, we were at Camps Bay. So it's just been an awesome season. And this morning, I'm going to chat to you guys for 15 minutes. Who's going to hold me to that? Hey, awesome. 15 minutes so you guys can go feed and, and um, yeah, just enjoy um, your family. And, and that's what I'm trusting that this season is for you. It's awesome time as a, as a family and, and some, some of you with friends and that you eat really good food. Um, and, and yeah, really, if, if you are in a season where maybe you haven't experienced uh, favor or you, you've really just been in a hard season that, 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 you really just ask God for His favor um, and, and really just hopefully look back at the end of today and just see how God uh, brought family together, uh, yeah, reconnected some relationships and, and really blessed you. But to, this morning, I want to speak about three things very quick. Number one, um, that we should worship like the wise man. Um, that the wise men who brought God, Jesus, of course, the gifts. Number two, seek God like the shepherds. And number three, trust God like Mary and Joseph. So you guys ready? So in Matthew, the, Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, we see that the Magi, the wise men, traveled over a thousand. If you look at it, they traveled over a thousand miles as they followed a star. Now, if you look at uh, people in those days, they normally wouldn't travel further than a 30-mile radius, so over 50 kilometers. They would stay within their surrounding areas. So, so the front end, we see these men actually stepping out of their comfort zone. And when you and I put Jesus right at the center of our life, I do believe that He invites you on an amazing journey. Yes, He's going to invite you way beyond your comfort zone, but that's where He does His miracles. That's really miracle territory. And we see these men travel, and doesn't it sound a lot like faith, that, that it's us taking a step, knowing that, that God's going to lead us, but he, he will, as we go, reveal the second, the third, the fourth step. And these men go on a journey. They end up bringing Jesus gifts. And a lot of you guys would know the gifts. They'd be gold, frankincense, 
and myrrh. And I remember hearing um, it said that if women were chosen as the wise woman, they would have first of all got there on time. They would have asked for directions. They would have cleaned the stable. They would have helped deliver the baby. They would have made some cottage pie. And um, they would have, all the women are clapping. Um, and they would have also brought some practical baby gifts. If you look into the story, the wise men got there so late, Jesus would have been a toddler. And a lot of the women are saying, amen. That's what happens. Guys clearly know the directions. We don't need to ask anyone. And we know what people need. Even though the woman would have said, can you bring some practical gifts? See, after this moment of meeting Jesus, worshiping Jesus and bringing these gifts, um, Herod really lost his head. And he said, I hear about this, this new king that's been born. So we're going to have all the babies killed. So what happened was Joseph and Mary had to get out of Bethlehem. They needed money to get through the borders, to get some passports. How would they have got there? Pretty simple, they would have used the gold. The gold was a currency of the day, and God knew what He was doing as the wise men brought their gifts. You know, for me, I've seen, um, yeah, since I was 17, in the life of this church, as I've tried to follow Jesus, try to serve Him, the miracles that have happened has been my availability to worship Him, to be generous, has always ended up being someone's miracle. And that's what happens when you and I worship Jesus. You and I connect our life to the miracle work that He wants to do in the city of Cape Town, in South Africa, in our nation. And that's what I want to encourage you to do to be somebody who worships Jesus. You know, we come to the end of the year, but in 2023, to be somebody like these wise men who actually worships Him, who pursues Jesus. Yes, you might not know all the steps, but to take the first step of getting close to God. Of course, Scripture says, as we draw close to God, He draws close to us. And um, you and I can't switch off our worship. Um, you and I have a trail, our time, um, our talent, the things that are in the forefront of our lives, and they always take us down a trail and they lead to a throne. And whatever that throne is, that's what you're worshiping. You can't switch it off. You were designed to worship. But you and I need to decide we're going to worship Jesus. He's gonna be at the center of our affection. He's gonna be at the center of our life. And in this season to come, and even now, I'm going to also be wise. I'm going to worship Him. I'm going to follow the steps He wants me to take. And He's going to be my focus. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is to seek God like the shepherds. Of course, Jesus, um, well, sorry, God knew what He's doing. He sends these angels. And it says in um, the New King James Version, the angels say, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. For unto, you, um, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ Jesus. So the shepherds then end up hurrying to Bethlehem. Um, God doesn't show up to theologians. Of course, theologians will show you what to their commentaries and it's good to study 
your biblical commentaries. Um, he doesn't show up to the, to the elite. Uh, they would have looked around to see who was watching them. Um, he doesn't show up to the successful. They might have had a calendar that was too busy. He shows up to shepherds who actually say, yes, we will seek him. And that's who God's looking for. God is looking for people who will seek him. And we need to be people of simple faith that say, God, I do want to get to know you. And so like these shepherds, God invites you to seek him. Of course, it says in Matthew um, 6 verse 33, um, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. And of course, I've seen that in my life. As I put God first, as I've seeked him, he's added and he's blessed me. But the focus of my life is not the adding. It really is Jesus, a personal relationship with him. And um, we say this all the time, um, you need to seek him first. God's never come second. He's never come third. He's never come fourth. He's only ever come first. If he's not first on your list, then he's not on your list. He's never come in any other position. And these shepherds end up seeking God. Leanne and I do a fast at the beginning of every year, 21 days. We start 14 days just fruit and veg. Um, clearly after Christmas, some of us are gonna need this fast. Um, but then for the next seven days, we just do liquid. And the main goal is not to twist God's arm. It's actually just to seek him first, to put him in the first place of our life. It's not to get him onto our agenda. The reason we do the fast is actually to get onto his agenda. Uh, what I believe it does is it tunes my life in. Yes, I'm, I'm flesh, I'm soul, and I'm spirit, but I'm actually more spiritual than I'm physical because one day I'm gonna live forever in heaven. This time on earth is temporary, so I can't let the temporary things in my life be the leader of my life. So I end up quieting down my flesh, who's shouting, feed me, Seymour. And I actually say, God, as I'm emptying myself out, I wanna be filled up with your spirit. I wanna be a child of God. As the scripture says, the children of God are led by the spirit of God. And so I seek him first. And like these shepherds, you and I can learn a lesson that seeking him first, I believe and, and we see it's the best thing we can do with our life and everything else he will add. The third thing I wanna say this morning is we need to trust God like Mary and Joseph. When the angel tells Mary that she's gonna conceive and give birth to a son, Mary asks the obvious question, how can it be? She says, it says in Luke 1 verse 34, how will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. If you study the scripture, there's two words for the word word there. And what I mean by it is the word of God comes to you and it can be logos. It's the spoken and written word. And you and I can have God speak to us and it can be logos. But the next time you see your word, like Mary says, may your word uh, to me be fulfilled. The word there means rhema. So the word of God that's spoken that we hear can also come alive. And she says, 
let that word that you've spoken come alive. And it's what's incredible. Jesus, of course, comes alive in her womb. And for you and I, when we trust God, it's like His word comes alive in our life. You might be at a cul-de-sac or a dead end, and then God says, I'm gonna work everything to your good. And you say, amen. I receive it. Let that be true in my life. And the word comes alive in your life. You and I need to be like Mary, like Joseph. We need to trust God so that His promises can come alive in our life. It's actually adds God to the equation of a life. And you and I, when we trust God, as you are going to work, you're saying today, God, I'm gonna do today with you. It's like you adding Him to the equation. God, your promises, I believe them. They're a light to my path. Um, they are, I don't live on bread alone, but every word that comes from your mouth, that's written in your pages, I believe them. And all of a sudden, they're life-giving as we trust God. So Mary, the word comes alive to her. And, and for us, there are gonna be many things, and we've seen it over the last two plus years, that don't seem to work out. God has never been intimidated by what's going on in this planet, by our circumstances. His word will ring true. It says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will stand. His word trumps the circumstances, the uncertainties, the things that are being shaken on our planet. And for you and I, when we trust God, like Mary and Joseph trusted God in that moment, and Mary, of course, in that scripture, we can see God have His way in our life and do the miracles that He wants to do. So I'm gonna ask the worship team to join me. This, this morning, as we celebrate Jesus, we need to be wise. We need to worship God. When you worship God, God takes you on a journey where your life can be part of many miracles. To the wise men, they brought a gift to Jesus and it ended up being a miracle to Mary and Joseph as they had to get out of Bethlehem. And I've seen it over and over. As I've worshiped God, served God, I just hear testimonies of people getting breakthrough and it's, a, actually, it's an amazing privilege to serve God and to worship Him and to see Him do miracles in people's lives. And I encourage you to do that. For you also then, as the shepherds, to seek Him first this year, as we go into 2023, as we get to the end of the year, to say, you know, I'm gonna seek Him. I've seeked many things. I've pursued many things, but I'm actually gonna pursue God. Scripture says, if you seek Me, with all your heart, you'll find me. As you draw close to me, God says, I'll draw close to you. So why don't you be like those shepherds? And why don't you not get caught up in all the questions and what's happening in the economy and, and what's happening in your calendar? Why don't you put him first in your calendar? And of course, that's why we start the year. First part of the year, we put him first. And then lastly, why don't you invite God into your marriage, into your children's lives? and trust Him. You know, Leanne and I were sitting with a couple, they, they're friends of ours, and <clears throat> they were just talking about uncertainty and, and what they need to get for their children. And uh, Leanne had to, she just had to go grab something. And I just said, you know what? You guys loving each other as a couple, your kids are gonna want that more than anything else. 
I said, you've been there for them. Your kids are gonna appreciate that. I said, the, the things that you're telling me about, they're gonna probably make you guys too busy for each other as a couple and you're gonna be less available for your children. And, and the thing you think you're gonna get for them won't be as valuable as the love and stability you can bring into their life. But I said, even beyond that, I wanna let you know that God loves your children and God will make a way for your children. And you're trying to make a way for your children, but God loves your children more than you love your children. And I wanna let you know if you trust God, He's gonna bless your children. He's gonna bless your marriage. So I wanna encourage you to trust God. Trust God with every area of your life. Wake up in the morning, say, God, I'm gonna trust you with my marriage. I'm gonna trust you with my children. I'm gonna trust you with my health. I'm gonna trust you with load shedding. God is the light of the world. <laughs> so, but to trust Him. I believe, let's see, I had a sense even driving here, just praying. Like, I really think 2023 is gonna be a phenomenal year for so many people. I do, I, I just had that sense. 2023 is gonna be an amazing year for people. So as you trust Him, I believe Psalm 27 verse 13 says, I'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Don't throw away your confidence. Trust God. Let's pray quickly. Jesus, even as we see the wise men worship You, God, we want to be people who worship You. And also we want to be people who have the privilege of being part of other people's miracles. We want to see people's lives changed, marriages healed. We want to see people healed. People who are lost come, yeah, just really get into a strong, stable place again, be found. God, let our worship to You make us available for all the miracles You want to do in our family's life and in our towns, in our city, in this country. God, we also want to seek You first. Thank You as we do that, You'll add everything else. You'll take care of the rest. You take care of the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. How much more will You take care of us? And then lastly, as we trust You, God, you make a way where there seems to be no way. You bless marriages, you bless our children, you can bless our nation. God, I pray you show off and that you do miracles even in this country where people go, only God could have turned that around. Will you do that, God? We don't wanna get the glory, we want you to get the glory. With every head bowed, if you are here and you actually have to put your trust back in God, maybe you used to trust Him. You know, say, Andre, I actually trust more in the, the economy now. I trust more in, in my family. I want to invite you to put your trust in God again. Maybe you've never done that. Scripture says, as we confess that He's the Son of God and we believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, that it says we'll be saved. It's not anything we do. It's, it says the wage of sin is death, but the, the gift of God's eternal life, it's a gift. You can't earn a gift. You can only receive it. Maybe you have to 
realize that, that you can receive this gift of salvation. If that's you, I just wanna pray for you and lead you in a confession. All you need to do is give me a wave. Just with every eye closed, say, that's me, Andre, lead me in that confession. Just pop your hand up, say, that's me. You just say, God bless you. Anyone else? God bless you. Just people saying, that's me, Andre, I need to put my trust in God. Anyone else? Just say, that's me, God bless you. Anyone else want me to pray for them, lead you in that prayer, God bless you. Awesome. Anyone else? Just saying, that's me, I need to put my trust in God. I'm gonna pray this prayer. Why don't you pray with me? You might not have put your hand up. Let's pray together. Jesus, I confess that you are the Son of God. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the grave. The Bible says, because of this confession and this belief in my heart that I've now put my trust in you, I've received my salvation. I'm saved. The old is gone. The new has come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just thank God. Again, just thank Jesus. I was going to quickly, as we end, pray a blessing over you guys this Christmas. Jesus, lift up everyone in this place, every family, every individual. I pray, God, that you would bless them, um, that today just would be a phenomenal day for family, for, for friends, for food. And, and, they'd look, and then, yeah, they'd look back and today they'd go, wow, God has been good to us. I pray for just peace in homes, love, and where there has been disconnect in families, marriages, that you would start to heal those relationships in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Um, if, you were, if you are new, weren't you, are new, and you didn't get a new people's card, you can use the card in front of your chair, fill that in. We will give you a e-coffee voucher for four free cappuccinos. So we'll send that to you. Um, if you need any info, you can use that card. Have an awesome Christmas. God bless you guys.